The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. up everybody welcome back to another episode of out of the shadows i'm one of your hosts chris chavez joined as always by jim clark slugs in the brain dude and my, in your mu- jaw. my fucking facial muscles are still hurting dude. <laughs> you're stressing it you're like <laughs> I, I, i'm gonna be like, have you ever I seen can't uh, talk oh you know who you look like in who? men in black after the roach gets agent that, m no you get the roach puts the farmer's skin <laughs> oh, on him and yeah. he's all like he's pulling the twisting skin his back. face around and shit like trying to fix his <laughs> his cheeks and shit that's what you look like Ugh. or you ever see rear window with johnny depp no secret window or secret window sorry yeah, yeah, yeah there's uh there's these these moments throughout the film where he does this weird jaw thing he goes like oh yeah 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 that's what you remind <laughs> me of too you're doing that shit you all right over there? Yeah, I'm good. Slugs? I'm just laughing too hard, man. Slugs? I'm just laughing too hard. <laughs> Stop accusing me of having slugs in my brain, dude. <laughs> I don't have a pulse. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I don't have... I, I have slugs in the brain, dude. <laughs> How's it going, dude? Oh, it's going. Christmas it, is right around the corner. It is, dude. We didn't do a Christmas episode for this show. We didn't. Nope. Yeah, I kind of wanted to initially, but then, yeah, we just kind of ran out of time. Yeah, well, we got as, a lot of other things going on, As too, we record so. this, it's the 21st. Uh, it will be out on Festivus the 23rd. Mm, mm-hmm. So, happy Festivus. And I got a lot of griefs <laughs> with you fucking got, people. Got a lot of problems with you people. Oh, that's what he says. <laughs> Whatever. You know what I mean. It's a great show, dude. Oh, I love I it. love that episode. <laughs> that shit's funny as hell. And, and, and to have the kind of impact it had where it literally created this thing that people do celebrate yeah, people as their own holidays now. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, but that's not what we're doing here. We're not nope. celebrating Festivus. We're nope. talking horror and we're celebrating horror. Oh, all the time. More particularly 80s horror. Yes. 1986. Not that we don't like the other stuff. No, not at all. But we're just on 1986 for the premise of this show, (laughs) (laughs) and that's what we're in. Um, Let's jump right into this movie, dude. Okay. We're watching Night of the Creeps. The night of the fall is finally here for Chris, Cindy, and JC. It's going to be the best night of their lives. But tonight is also the night of the creeps. From a world unknown comes a nightmare unimagined. First, they are under you, around you, on you, and then inside you. They get in through your mouth and you walk around while they incubate, even if you're dead. They are a new breed of terror. They are a different kind of horror. Zombies, exploding heads, creepy crawlies. We could have a little problem. The creeps are taking over. I got good news and bad news, girls. The good news is your dates are here. What's the bad news? They're dead. 
You have never had a night like this. Night of the creeps. If you scream, you're dead. I just want to start with right away. You finish watching this film. We we went and saw this film at a theater, and we're walking out into the parking lot, and I'm like, dude, what did you think of that? Um, <laughs> there was a lot wrong with this movie. <laughs> that's what you thought. That's but, what you would have said right away walking out. There was a lot. But wrong I really with that enjoyed movie. it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. This was uh this was a fun movie. This was not a serious movie by any means, but it was uh what how much fun it was, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, um, Tom Atkins mm-hmm. is at his Tom best. Tom Atkins. <laughs> at his most Tom Atkins. Um, and just the nonsense of this movie um, just makes it so much fun. <laughs> like, I, I, I remember you had said you'd seen it like three times. Like, did you watch it yet? Did you watch it yet? Did yeah. you watch it? I'm like, no, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, and then when I finally watched it and I'm like... Oh, this is the movie with Tom Atkins. <laughs> I'm like, okay, because this movie starts. This movie starts, dude, and you see these little alien things running around this ship, and I'm like, you guys really couldn't have done a better job with the costumes for these things. Why you didn't like them? Um, it was odd. It was just very <laughs> odd. Like never in my life, I like to think of myself as a little bit of a creative individual. Yeah. Never in my life would I have said, <laughs> if somebody said, draw an alien, would I have drawn one of these? They look like little <laughs> naked cabbage patch kids, man. You know what they kind of look like in the face? What? Have you ever seen, um, I think his name is Eddie, the Iron Maiden zombie-like oh, dude? Oh, yes, yes, That's yes. kind of what like they a look like bit, in yeah. the face a little, but mm-hmm. with these big bulbous heads, yeah. right? Little stocky bodies, and they're just all completely naked. Yeah. Pink orangey butts bodies hanging out yeah butts but like <laughs> that's about it that's all the all the features they had that and running around and they're chasing this other one right and shooting <laughs> at him and like you it's not like this is an open forum an open arena and this dude's like no. yards and yards and yards away no they're in this, a spaceship they're in a spaceship an enclosed hallway and he's like six feet in front of them <laughs> and they're like missing here and there so i'm wondering because obviously these things are aliens yeah um, i'm wondering if they came from a galaxy far far away and if they're any relation to the stormtroopers right you know what i mean no shit. their their aim was definitely the same I, I and i don't know how it's possible but i think they were actually worse than the stormtroopers because <laughs> at least the stormtroopers hit something okay so starting out it kind of threw you off but as you yeah, got yeah, into yeah, yeah. it and the whole story f- unfolded you fun, no, you it was, le- it was you left a good it going. That was a lot of fun. Yes. Like I said, there's a lot wrong with it, um, but that's the point. But here's the, the point thing. of this movie. Here's the thing. Yeah. There would be many people that would say what you say is wrong. Okay. Is what makes this movie oh so right. <laughs> <laughs> because this movie is something that needs to bathe in all the gloriousness that it is. Like mm-hmm. everything that you would look at this movie and typically be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> in this environment, it, it taking this in as it is and just un- honestly just kind of being like, let's look at this like those old cheesy 50s horror movies. Yes, absolutely. Even though it was done in the 80s, set in the 80s, mm-hmm. the whole feel of it has that cheese thing, right? It felt very much at times like the blob. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dude, <laughs> I loved it because again, I've seen it a bunch of times now, but I loved it because of that. Because like, I was mm-hmm. just like, 
they just like they wanted to make a 50s horror movie and they mm-hmm. did set they in the did. 80s yes or the 50s vibe mm-hmm. um and still have the 80s vibe too because it was this is a this is very much an 80s movie oh yeah very much. oh yes absolutely dude but but again, if you take a lot of these '80s movies and then you examine the films that these filmmakers were inspired by, the horror movies of the '50s and these types of movies, it's rampant throughout the '80s. You know yeah. what I mean? But this one is just probably the one we've watched for this show that exemplifies it the most. You yeah, know what I mean, because again, so. look at look at obvious obviously the fly and where that draws from the '50s. Yeah, true, um, true. And, and but that's countless other for ones. me. That would be there. There's there's slight comedy in there, right? And there's um, satire in that. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. There, that is like a serious to me, like serious. Oh yeah, yeah. No, part. no. I'm not arguing that. Right. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah. You're right. It's uh, <laughs> this movie is definitely a special kind of movie. Yeah. But so we op- we we opened up with that alien thing, right? Yes. And yes. basically, it, it reminded <laughs> me of the alien ship. From Alien. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or Aliens, um, but with giant naked cabbage patch dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Grotesque ones. And they're chasing one down who's who's got this weird cylinder, and uh, he's he's barricaded himself in this room. And so yes. we get this... We get alien talk. They talk to each other in alien language. And it's language. funny because not only do they give you the English subtitles, but then they put it in their language as well. Like we're going to read it in <laughs> <laughs> language. <laughs> exactly, dude. But basically, they're just like, what the fuck? Get this guy, right? And uh, and uh, don't let him put the experiment out there or yeah, whatever Yeah, he cannot it is. leave this ship. Yeah. And so he puts it in this little chute and, and sends it off. And it looks like one of those like old like school mailroom chutes. Tubes. You know what I mean? Yeah, or like what you put like blueprints in. Yeah, for yeah. Building. And he just sends it off and it goes <laughs> flipping off into space. Into space, dude. Now, let me just say something real quick, too. One okay. of the things I absolutely loved from the beginning was the titles. Oh, the title sequence at, at the, the beginning? very beginning, yes. the way that the names are going up and the creeps were the word creeps is starting mm-hmm. to come into form and all the way to where it says the night of and it, and it just scrolls stops. up and stops. Yes. Loved and the word it. creeps yeah. reminds me and is very much in the tradition of Tales from the Crypt. Yes. So saying that, I love a lot of the transitions in this movie. Mm, okay. This thing's flipping into space, right? So now mm-hmm. we see space. Camera starts to pan down, and as it continues to pan down, we we see it says Sorority Row, mm-hmm. nineteen fifty six, and this is panning up. So it's almost like it's frozen in the sky, and we're panning down past it. Yeah, because then we come down to you see the 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 sorority houses, mm-hmm. right? There's fifties music white. playing. Yeah, it's black and white, and then. The first title's coming up to tell us who executive producers are and this and that, and it's like this vibrant blue, blue and, and orange. Blue and like orange, dude. Love it. Yes, there's a lot of, um, and obviously the show, uh, uh, Tales from the Crypt didn't come out until after this, Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot in this film that I feel like, because he, I think he wrote our Tales from the Crypt Did too. Did he? Yeah, the stylized um, feeling so of this I, I feel is like amazing. there was a lot pulled from this movie for that show. It's amazing. I love yeah. the stylized feel to this. But yeah, it's the and 50s. again the colors, the way those two colors yeah. put. Because I love those two colors together, like um, the Boise State, the college uniforms, yeah. that yeah, blue yeah. and that orange. So you put them together like that, then you set them on a black and white background, yes, it and pops. it just pops. Dude. It feels almost like 3D or that yes, old school 3D yes, days. Yes, and um, 
yeah, it's the 50s, man. Like you hear the 50s music playing, mm. right? And, and you hear it's like doo-wop music. Mm-hmm. And, and then it melt like the, and the cameras, it's still slow panning. It's coming down from the sky, coming down to street level. There's like, you know, girls in poodle skirts and their mm. hair done oh, back. And, yeah. And the guys in their hair slicked back in these 50s cars. And this one dude pulls up to the front of the Kappa house, mm-hmm. gets out, right? And as he's getting ready to get out and he's turning off his radio, the music's playing and it cuts in and you hear this news thing saying that there's been this thing that happened at the some mental institution. And as he starts to keep talking, kid turns it off. Yep. Not paying attention. Runs over to the to the window we and, and cut inside. And it's these girls in there. They're all getting ready for their night. Painting toenails, cutting, uh, curling hair, uh, combing their hair, reading magazines, all the sorority girls. Yep. And all of a sudden they hear like the pebbles hitting the window, right? Like that old school. Did you ever do that? Did no. you ever, ever throw pebbles at a girl's window? Nah, dude. I never, uh, I had never had girls swoon over me like that. Um, <laughs> I never dated any girls in high school. Um, so no, I never threw pebbles <laughs> at any girl's windows. <laughs> <laughs> this guy did. <laughs> So yes. the, the girl opens the window, right, and she looks out, and, and he's out there, and he's just like, hey, like, you coming down kind of a thing? Mm-hmm. She comes down, and we cut to them at makeout point. Makeout point. This is just so 50s, right? Yes, dude. All the cars are there. Music's playing more. What is it like? Uh, Put your head on my yeah, shoulder. Yeah, right? It's like that. It's perfect, right? And they're talking about the stars and all this stuff, and then all of a sudden, the cop's coming around like, hey, kids, come on. Yep. Let's, uh, let's move it along. And he comes to their car. It's just and flashes his light in, and he's like, "Oh, this this young cop Girl. looks at her. And he's like, he knows her. He's like, oh, it's you. Oh, Pam, it's you. Yeah. She's like, oh, well, yeah. He's like, well, uh, just move it along. Get out of here. Go home. Jeez. And uh, the guy's like, you know that cop? She's like, yeah, we used to. Uh, we used to go together. We used to go together. She's like, but tell me more about the bright stars. Which one's the brightest? All of a sudden, you see one getting bright as fuck. Yeah, we see the brightest one. Well, not that it's a star, so no. it doesn't really qualify. But, but it starts coming at you, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you realize it looks like it's like an asteroid or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Burns over their head and crashes into the forest behind them. Yep. And your boy's like, I know we were just making out, but I'm about to go check we're this shit out. see this. And you know what's really cool, dude? I stopped and I thought for a moment about this. We have no idea how long this thing's been floating out there in space, dude. Mm-mm. That's crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah. I think it would have been floating out there in space for millennia before the Earth even was formed. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. And it goes right across into the forest. Dude heads out there, right? Pulls up to the side of the road where he thinks it went off. Gets out of the car and starts heading that way. And she's just like, "You're gonna come back, right?" He's like, "Don't worry about me. I'll I'll be all right." <laughs> And he just takes off. He leaves her there in this convertible, right, out in the dark. She's listening to the radio, and the news is talking about that this insane asylum just got had a breakout. Mm-hmm. And this crazy dude, this this maniac who was last seen with an axe or some shit like that, <laughs> is near the, the campus He's of whatever. towards the campus uh, of whatever school. school they're. Oh, hang on. It's um, Corman University. <laughs> Corman which University, is our, Which yes. is our first <laughs> reference. She's, she hears this whole thing, and she's mm-hmm. like, holy shit. She turns on the headlights so you could see the sign. Corman and it's University like, sign. <laughs> yeah, three miles this way. <laughs> and she's like, oh, shit. She starts calling for her boyfriend. 
And meanwhile, he's out there, flashlight looking through the woods. He can mm-hmm. see, you know, that there's a burned thing, uh, this this something crashed into the ground. So he starts to go look at it, and it looks like this cylinder with glass that's kind of yeah, shattered. Yeah, yeah. And there's like something moving in there. At first, to me, it looked like magic sand, like black magic yeah, sand. Yeah, like magic and it was sand, moving around. or like a. Um, well, you ever see like there's like a, this purple liquid? I don't even know what it is, but then it's got like sparkles in it. And it yeah. looks kind of different, yeah, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She's calling for him like, mm-hmm. you need to come over here, come back and get me because I'm scared. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, the, this he's looking at the cylinder and it smashes and this slug looking thing shoots straight out and into his mouth. Yep. And he's like, <gasps> he eats it. And we cut back to her, right? And mm-hmm. I love this shot. We see the car where our view is, is from behind her, from behind the car across the, the road. All of a sudden, into frame steps this foot, and you can see oh, like, the okay. long gown. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And you see the axe, and you're like, oh, shit, this ain't going to be good. And she's calling for her boyfriend, and this dude's coming up behind her, and you see it's this crazy axe dude, right? Mm-hmm. He fucking lifts the thing and just swings it down on her, bro. And when it would hit her is where we cut. So first of all, we get color aliens, sci-fi. Then we're in the 50s now. Now we're doing 50s sci-fi style horror films. But then, not just that, the axe murderer, too. Yes, We get axe murderer, too. So we're getting like three different horror movie storylines. Not even all horror. Again, sci-fi. There's a sci-fi one. Yeah. Yeah, you could have completely left the alien part out of this at the beginning, and it wouldn't have even mattered, dude. Nope. Could have just been this little thing that crashed to Earth. From space, exactly. Yep. Yep. It was a little weird going from color to black and white, back to color. Back to color, yeah. Um, But, hey, I guess we're in. We're we're definitely in, because then we cut to Sorority Row. Now it's 1986. 1986. And... It's frat houses, fraternities, and, mm-hmm. and sororities. You see the Greek letters everywhere. And the whole time we're listening to these kids talking, right? These two friends talking. This is Chris and JC. Yep. So JC is handicapped, right? No, 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 no. Sorry. He's disabled. No, is disabled's not right either. What is He's it? He's handicapable. Is that it? Yes. Are you messing with me? <laughs> Are you messing with me, dude? No, no. I, 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 I believe. Challenged? Physically challenged? Is that it? I don't know. Listen. Hang on, hang on. He Get ready. He walks with two crutches. Two braces <laughs> he can't walk on his right. arms, right? He yes. uses the braces. Um, but they're basically talking about like we're here in college now. It's time for us to go and enjoy college as as guys. Yep. And we get the idea that Chris just got out of a relationship mm-hmm. and JC's trying to pep talk him and be like, Come on, dude, let's go trying and, to be his and, wing and man. hang out. Yep. Get his mind off it, being a good friend. And Chris spots this girl across the way, and he's just, like, flabbergasted. He is fucking smitten with this girl. Immediately. And the he's just, like... minute his eyeballs land on her. He's like, I cannot believe tonight was the night I saw my wife. <laughs> That's basically how he is, dude. <laughs> and yeah, Jay- <laughs> yeah, he's just like, man, I could... I- I think this is it. I think I could see myself marrying this girl. Like, bro, you haven't even said hi to her yet. Dude. And JC goes... <laughs> Why don't you go talk to her first, right? And he goes, I can't do that. And he's just like, well, let me show. And then and then from here forward, JC becomes a character that I like and hate at the same time. Okay. Fair I enough. like him because you need him. You need this character. You need the sidekick. You need the buddy that cares about his friend, right? And for the short amount of time that we get in this film, mm-hmm. he sells he sells it to me that he cares about his friend, that he's been friends with this kid for a I while. I argue and that he oversells it. It's too much. 
But that's the problem <laughs> because he's over the top, and that's what annoys the shit out of me. Yes. It bothers me that he's just too he's too much, bro. Like, dial it back. And mostly it felt like he was just reciting the words on the sheet. You know what I mean? Like on the script instead of having some sort of life behind it something behind yeah. like a natural delivery of certain phrases and things like he was literally just very cardboard pop 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 rapid fire times, lining there it were other off. times where it was kind of like it, it felt like yes it's that but it's also like it fits what's going on here because it's like a little over the top too much that it, it fits in because everything else is so over the fucking top you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly so but he does he becomes this like pre-Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> is he is he is he worse than Evil Ed for you? Oh no. No. He's, he and Evil Ed should have a morning show together. <laughs> Cuz they're they're like soul spirits those two. Uh, you uh, I I don't know. I feel like if you're trying to listen to that morning show, you need quite a bit of fucking caffeine or coke or something, dude. Dude, they're they're they'd be like so wired and there'd be so much energy. They'd be way too, too much. Too much. Too much. Yeah. He goes over and starts talking to her. You know, she's surrounded by some 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 football players, some mm-hmm. frat guys, and he goes over and tells one of the football players, Hey, you got a phone call? And so he sits there, he's talking to him. He's like, Hey, you see this guy over here? <laughs> and she looks over and she's like, uh, yeah, he's like, well, that's my buddy, right? I'm I'm his wingman. I'm his manager. I'm I, 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 <laughs> going too some, far. There's some very important information we need from you because the fate of the world depends on it. Like, what's your name? And she's like, Cindy. And he's like, what's your last name? She's like, why should I tell you? <laughs> and that's when he goes in his whole spiel. And she's like, why doesn't he just come and ask me? And he's like, well, because he's a pussy. So <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say that, but he should have. <laughs> so she's like. My last name is Cronenberg, so, Cindy Cronenberg. Uh, so do you remember earlier when I said I didn't have girls swooning over me so I didn't throw pebbles at their, their yeah, windows? Yeah, yeah. I was this other guy. <laughs> you were the one going over there being like, you see my buddy over there? No, no, I you was the buddy. You. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were sending over guys like JC I was here. the buddy. Yes. Oh, God. So, yeah, he's over there trying to get her info, and she's just he's like, wait, do you have a boyfriend? And she just kind of goes, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm not going to tell you. Uh, the football guy comes back and is like, "What the hell, bro? There was no call for me." Why this you dude is with fucking me? dumber than a bag of rocks, too, dude. I know, man. <laughs> and then this cute guy tells like the worst joke of all time, some crutch joke. He's like, "Would you say it fell flat like a crutch or something like something, that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he he goes, "Hey," <laughs> and then like this gets this weird face and then turns and moves off camera. And then we get this very <laughs> awkward scene of the football player and her looking directly at the camera as it slowly pulls away and you're just like what is happening right now <laughs> see i actually liked it i thought that was really it's, funny it is funny like no, he delivers this and like nobody laughs we kind of like okay then <laughs> yeah um so now he goes back and tells his friend look i don't think she has a boyfriend but uh i don't think she'd she'd hang out with see, guys and like it us. was very unclear to me here because i thought this dude was her boyfriend the uh the the unibrow bro yeah. Um, I thought that was her boyfriend. Yeah, but it's not. Because so I thought he was lying to his friend the first time. Oh, yeah. No. I was like, why did you just lie to him? <laughs> Is it because you think he can outdo this other guy and win her? or Well, because she wasn't straightforward, and he was like, I, he true. goes, I'm not sure, but I don't think she has a boyfriend, right? Yeah. And because she didn't know the guy's name was Steve, so that wasn't her boyfriend. Because mm-hmm. he's just like, what's his, what was his name again? She's like, Steve. True, true, true. So... He's telling him like I think the only way you'll ever will have a chance I'll have a chance with her is to uh to join a frat and JC's like no dude just be yourself and just talk to her and he's like no 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 
We need, we need to, join to join a frat. A frat. So now they're at the frat house and they're trying to join. These guys remind me of the fucking... Uh, Remember the dudes in the warehouse in Night of the Comet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but these dudes, and the way they shot this reminds me of that, too, yes, so dude. much. I love it, too. We, I love the way we see this. We see him just kind of yep. staring, and we start to pull back, right? And these guys are all just kind of <laughs> around like, positioned him. around him, standing. One guy's got like a sandwich or some shit like that. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but uh, he's like, so let me get this straight. You guys want to pledge? And you they're like, painted this as a fucking Renaissance painting, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you're telling us you want to pledge and they're like uh, yeah dude and he's like um, well what do you have to offer and then here this kid I just want to slap him right in his fucking face dude moolah dinero cheddars lettuce you know the, the green. crash green you know come on guys you want this business and his friend's like listen shut the fuck up okay <laughs> he's like you know what why don't why don't we do this how about we have a test you have to do something prove that you really want to do this mm-hmm. and we don't hear what it is yet. Nope. And then they're leaving there, and they're like, well, I guess we don't have to fuck a farm animal. <laughs> oh, let's not forget real quick. Back at the frat house, before these, after these kids have left, we find out that the girl that he's interested in, Cindy, mm-hmm. is the girlfriend of, of oh, the Brad. frat boy. Yes. Brad. Frat bro. Yeah. Um, um, the guys so then, are leaving, yes, right? They and don't got like, to fuck the farm animal, and not- then they go to the- <laughs> It's like a lab. Well, we do find out it, it looks like a lab, but we do find out it's a hospital. Because it cuts right away to this like lab guy, right? And he's mm-hmm. coming down the steps and you're like, Oh, okay, we're at Hawkins. And he's like lab in a now. lab coat too, right. dressed like in a hospital. But he stops at this room that says no authorization and there's this pin code that you have to put in this pad. Mm-hmm. And he puts it in, he puts this number in, then he stops and he's like, Oh shit, what was that last number again? Who does that, dude? Anthony. Anthony's um, this lab guy. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we love you, Anthony. Um, <laughs> he's like, you know what? Let me go call my buddy at work and see if he remembers. He can. Tell Let me, me go call Chris. He'll remember last number. And he runs down to the payphone, right? Yep. Meanwhile, these kids are sneaking in, and they get to this this Pam. door. And uh, your boy's like, Wait, there's got to be bodies around here somewhere. It should say morgue, right? And JC's like, hey, here's some buttons. And he just pushes a zero, and all of a sudden, the, <laughs> the door, door opens. opens. And Chris like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, I don't know. I just push a button. I'm like, yeah, okay, of course. <laughs> They're like, let's go see what's going on in there. They walk around and... And it's like straight literally out of like, if you took a 50s movie and made it color, this is what I imagine a yes. lot of the 50s sets looked like. Yes. Color-wise, their, their set design. Yeah. It was dark yeah. first, right? They're fumbling around, oh, but the then switch, they turn on yep. the light. And you're right. It's got like these... Big Neon. metallic banks of like of, of lights and dials that are all fifty mm-hmm. style, like something a mad scientist would sta- stand yeah, behind. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then there's this cylinder in the corner, all lit up, you know, full of water or mm-hmm. liquid with this dude in it, and you can see it's like uh, Mister Freeze's wife, yeah, in Batman and Robin. Yes, yes, you could see that this is the guy who From picked the up beginning. the girl in the fifties at the yep. beginning, right? And went searching for the comet. And these, Slug. Ki- and these kids are like, what the fuck is this? And they're like, yeah, we need to get out of here. JC's like, no, check this out. Cryogenics and buttons. And he starts pushing <laughs> knobs and shit. Flipping switches. He's like, hey, a body's a body, all right? We need to grab a body and do what we got to do here. So you want to join this goddamn frat, right? And he's still going way out for his friend, even when his friend's trying to puss out, dude. And he's like, let's do this. So the thing opens up, right? And they get the body out and they start dragging it away. And meanwhile... 
the the lab guy's like, oh, it was a zero. Thanks for reminding me. Hangs <laughs> off the phone and starts heading back, right? And as he's heading back, these kids are dragging this body out. And all of a sudden, this arm grabs JC. And they flip the fuck out. They're like, holy shit. Yep. Tear out of there. They knock the lab guy over as he's out in the hallway. And they just tear ass out. He doesn't even do anything. Out. He's just like, hey. Hey, you stupid That's it. kids. <laughs> doesn't you go dumb, after him. Dumb bastards. He's like watching them run, right? They tear off. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he goes in. He's like, what the hell's going on in here? What are these kids up to? And then he looks, starts looking at the body because the body's on the ground. Yes, because the body, you're right. The body's on the floor. It's yep. laying there. And he's Lab tech it. goes over there and boom, thing shoots out of him and, and hits him right in the mouth. Uh, back in the room, the boys decide to have a, yeah. like they're having a lover's a quarrel. Lover's quarrel. Uh, they're fighting about this and that. And JC's like. Tell me how uncomfortable their dorm room looks, dude. It's two sofas and two desks. It's it's a, yeah, it's it's a. I guess that's what dorms looked like in the 80s. It must have been. It was all packed in, dude. They didn't but have the room in the luxurious rooms like I did when we went to college. Not that I dormed, but <laughs> been to the dorms. These kids are fighting, dude, and he's just like, don't you know how much I'd do for you? <laughs> Again, this is a spot where it's over the top. It's too much, dude. You do this. Everything about everything I do, I do for you, bro. Don't you know that? That's basically what JC's saying to Chris. And Chris like, you're right, man. I'm sorry. Sorry for being an asshole. He's yep. like, yeah, it's fine, man. And then they have a pillow fight. And Literally, then, dude. And then we, and then this is what I get again. This another weird, cut, weird cut where it's like this tropical drink that's being handed to Tom Atkins in this white, white suit. suit with sunglasses, sitting on a beach. Yeah, sipping on his drink, looking out sun. of the water, and this woman's coming out Typical of the water. Typical Tom Atkins fashion. This woman's coming out of the water. This blonde, but dressed, she's not like wet. No, she's dressed in like a prom dress, something. Yeah, and this is the girl. Mm-hmm. That was picked up at the beginning of the film. Pam. Pam, that's her name. And he's watching her and he's just like, oh, what, what the hell? Yeah, he's like, what the, what the, what the, what? Then it, there's a flashback and it's nighttime mm-hmm. and you see Tom Atkins. Now he's dressed in a police uniform. Yep. He's got a shotgun in his hand. Well, first, first, if you, if you notice him and he's walking, he's got something in his hand and it's, a girl's severed hand. Oh, that's right. And right. then it shows that this dude's hacking something up. That the yep. loony dude is yep. hacking, hacking yep. something up at the car. And then it's, it comes we know back it's, to him it's from the, the beginning. Shotgun. We yeah, know yeah, it's yeah. from the beginning, right? Yep. Yeah. And he's hacking this girl to pieces. And Atkins, Atkins points the shotgun at him. And says, "Freeze!" Yeah, it turns and it around. It starts turning around, dude. And it looks like um, uh, uh, the the creep outside the window in Creep Show, dude. It looks like it <laughs> came right body. out of the, it came out of the cemetery and returned yeah, to the Living Dead, dude. That too. <laughs> and and he's just all shocked. And all of a sudden, he wakes up, and it yep. was a dream. And we it realize was all a dream. he's not living as luxurious as he was at the beginning of his dream. Nah, dude, he's in his house, and he, it was a nightmare. Phone rings. Looks like a trailer, dude. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not he's, he's not looking like a good plot sp- uh, space he's living in. No. Phone rings. It's the police station. They're like, hey, there was a lab break in. Yeah. And then and then when he finally gets there, unless you have something else to say. I do. Uh, real there. quick. Okay. Before, when he first answers the phone, he doesn't say hello. No. Oh, yeah. He doesn't is, say. The kind of thing I want to say actually starts right here. He doesn't dude. say his name. He doesn't <laughs> say anything. From here forward. Tom Atkins is going to be the king of one-liners <laughs> the entire movie. It's like all of his dialogue is nothing but one-liners oh, and a tagline nonstop. Thrill me. <laughs> Thrill me. Is it Detective So-and-so? What does he say? Thrill what does me. He say? Forget what he says there, but when he, goes, when, they, when he gets there and they're like, oh, Detective So-and-so, he goes, no, Bullwinkle Moose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like nonstop smart-ass one-liners. <laughs> 
the entire film. Yeah, and this just kind of... If you don't know what kind of movie you're into it already, this sets the tone for the entire rest of the movie. Yeah, they basically tell him, hey, here's the body of the the, the, the lab, guy. lab guy, but we can't find the other one. He's like, what do you mean? You said there was two bodies. And they're like, nah, well, there was just one. He's like, are you guys fucking idiots? And it's just basically Let me show you him. how to count. Yeah, it's him just fucking like railing them the entire time about how shitty they are. And he's like, well, we had some rookies here, and uh, one of them just kind of disappeared. So they think maybe somebody took the body off and did. He's like, you guys are fucking morons. Corpses <laughs> don't just walk off by themselves. And then we cut to the corpse walking by itself. Yep. And we're back at the Kappa house, right? Yep. Bradster is dropping off Cindy. She goes in. She's going upstairs. But on her way upstairs, she, she stopped, stopped by a girl. By one of the girls. She's got a box full of jars and liquid. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, can we keep this here? She's like... Wait, you don't think that? maybe like, oh, she's doing pickling or canning or something, right? She's like, what is that? Nope, it's brains, bro. I Fucking love it. human brains in jars. We Which gotta is dissect great. them for class. Let's think about <laughs> these zombies, right? And it's a jar full of brains. Dude, Where do you I think they want to go? I didn't even remember later on in the movie that those were in the basement <laughs> until it came up. I was like, oh, dude, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah. Cindy goes upstairs, right? And now we have to... This is an 80s film. This is Mm -hmm. an 80s film featuring sorority girls, so we have to have nudity. Of course. So she has to start getting naked and getting changed. Uh, There's other girls around the house. There's one girl downstairs doing homework on the couch, Mm -hmm. right? She's doing her homework, and there's like these double doors, these French doors, doors, and she hears this rattling, right? And and we keep getting this cut to these feet shuffling around, right? And then all of a sudden, there's it's, it's rattling, and she's just like, huh? She gets up and walks over to it. Pops it open. This little cat jumps in. Meow. Kind of reminds me of your cat. She's like, oh, little kitty cat. What's going on? And I'm like, oh, shit. Shit's about to go down. Uh, Nothing went down right there. She was fine. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. We got fooled. We got bamboozled. But upstairs, uh, Cindy's still still naked. She's putting her her nightgown on. All of a sudden, we hear pebbles hitting the window. She's like, what the what? She goes and opens, like, first it's all creepy. She goes up to the, the blinds. Because this the, is what this thing knows. The drapes slowly rips them open, and there's no one down there. She's like, huh? So then she turns and looks at her other window. She starts going that way, and she opens, opens them. It. All of a sudden, this zombie jumps up and, like, gives her a flower, dude. She's like, <laughs> And she's like, ah! And then all of a sudden, his forehead splits open, and these zombies start, or these, these slugs just slug start, rats start falling, falling out, out, dude. Start slithering all over the place, but they, it's it's weird because they're he's standing on this like graded platform, right? Like I don't know if it's an emergency exit or what. So like all these things fall through the grate to the ground, and then yeah. start slithering away on the ground. So there was nothing still up there with her, exactly. Because that confused me for a minute too. I was like, these things just came out of his head. Why don't they? Why aren't they in her room? Why aren't they yeah. trying to get in? Like yeah, where they the fuck fell to the go? ground and went off. All of a sudden, we cut to cops arriving at the house. People are standing outside. Mm. There's all kinds of shit going down. Atkins arrives. Tom Atkins arrives in his car. He gets out, takes the time to smell the roses, mm-hmm. and, then, <laughs> and then walks over to this bodyguard, uh, the, the the body laying on the ground, and he's like, what the hell's going on over here? And this dude's head split open, and he's just kind of like, oh, oh shit, fuck. right? And there's this flashback of him. He's digging. Um, Someone's somebody's digging. digging. They're digging a hole. Yep. Wrapping They're wrapping up a body, something. obviously, yep. a dead body in plastic. Yep. yep. And so you can tell by the way he's acting, he's thinking to himself, this axe man's back. Because this the way this head's dude split open. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like be, it was done with an axe. Must be the axe man. It. Yeah. 
Uh, now it's front page news, dude. It's news. It's there, there's shit going on, right? The, oh, everybody knows. Well, it happened on Frat Row, dude. Yeah. Every, and Sorority Row. Everybody knows. This has Cheers a about it. this has a very like f- 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 scream feel. Like when mm-hmm. when the murders happen, all of a sudden it shows us the school and how everybody's interacting and hearing yep. about it and talking about it. Mm-hmm. And the guys are are out there and they're they're walking. They're leaving class and they come across the frat guys. Yeah, Brad and his minstrels. And Bradster and the guys are pissed off. They're like, what? the fuck bro what did you, you do that up? for man and they're like we talking about and they're like you're supposed to take the body and put it in the house in front of the omega Another house. Frat house bro not the sorority not house. the kappa house bro because now you, you scared the shit out of the girls bro and, <laughs> and, they're, and, and they're like yo we pussied <laughs> out dude that's what J- jc's like <laughs> well for your information dude we were pussies we didn't do it okay uh so it wasn't us and they're like yeah it was you and he's like no, it wasn't. And just as they're about to leave, he goes to trip him, and he trips JC. JC falls to the ground. And you see, and this is where, and this is where, like, like I said, I was like Chris. But if this happened to me and my friend, I would have shoved this dude. Oh yeah, there would have been, and a there would have been, there would have been a fight. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and why he didn't do that to this guy? Well, there was a lot of frat guys there, but I get, but I get it. I know, but, but Cindy saw it. And she was not about it. She's like, Brad, why you gotta be such an asshole? <laughs> And she's just like, he's like, yeah, let's whatever. go, let's go, bitch. And <laughs> <laughs> Base, he's like, let's go. And then, bitch. <laughs> and, and she does that old school thing where you wind up your hand and then oh, lift your yeah. middle and finger. Oh, yeah, I'm like, okay, that's just extra. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love the cheese in this film. Uh, she's like, are you guys okay? I don't know why he acts this way. He's such an ass. And uh, the cop shows up and he's like, I want to talk to you guys. And they take they they take him to and you know who this station. is? No, who was it? This is Detective Landis. Nice. I didn't yep. notice. I didn't <laughs> notice. And I didn't hear him say it. So then they they're talking to, uh, to Tom Atkins, and Tom Atkins isn't having their shit. He's like all tough with them. Like you better tell me what you're doing and tell me He's what like, the fuck the is facts going on. And we know what happened, so just come clean, kids. And they're like, "All right, this is what's going on." And they tell him everything that they know. And he's just like, and there's a janitor dude sitting there too. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's like, he saw you running from the room screaming like, like a banshee. banshee. And this dude just keeps laughing, screaming banshee. banshee. <laughs> Uh, and they're like, this is what happened. I swear to God, you can ask him. He'll, if we had the body, he would have seen us with the body. And, and Tom Atkins is like, damn, that kid's fucking smart. <laughs> and then we cut to, <laughs> then we, we cut, cut to the morgue. Yeah. And the dead lab guys like laying on the thing and there's this guy working who, what was he's he like doing? Making notes or something. Yeah. Dude. He's writing like a reporter, his notes after the dissection. Cause yeah. when this dude sits up, he sits up with some fucking force. I was man. about he to say, bro. He almost forwards. <laughs> I was about to say. When remember, I, <laughs> remember when the sheriff's body in Friday the 13th got folded in yeah, half? This guy yeah. almost did it to him fucking self. When I was watching this dude, the first time I saw it, I was expecting like twitching or some slow or like movement a or something. Slow sit up, dude. You know what I mean? He springs up. I was like, oh <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, dude. <laughs> but you can see he's got the Y incision. He's been stitched up. He, yep. he had his autopsy bloody. done. He still has like uh those those the scissors is scissor still thing in, stuck to neck, him, dude. dude. He just gets up and starts walking past the guy doesn't even notice. He's writing nope, his notes. He he's walks lost out. in his world. <laughs> he walks out past the cop who's not even paying attention either. He's like, All right, see, see you tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this guy walks by, nobody notices except the janitor. Janitor sees him and he's just like, Oh shit. <laughs> and then that's all. That's all we this see. This dude of him. is still laughing about the Banshee's comment. Right. 
Meanwhile, like between some of these shots and throughout the rest of this film, we're gonna mm-hmm. get real quick little like B roll footage of slugs slithering off through things. Oh yeah, and that's why brush, I call them slug through... rats because when they move, <laughs> yeah. they look like mini rats, but they're slugs and they look weird, man. Yeah. Back at the Kappa house, dude. Cindy's upstairs, and yep. Brad call. Brad calls her. He's like, "Hey, why hey, are you so pissed it's at the me? Why are you so mad?" And she, <laughs> she's like, "Well, you don't have to be so mean. At least let them pledge if you're gonna make them do shit." And he's like, "You don't tell me what to do, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> and me and downstairs, homework girl just says, cannot stop doing homework, bro. She's, no man, she's back there doing homework again. And all of a sudden, but, she hey, hears the. Good for her, man. She's taking her school studies seriously. She ain't playing games. She's but like, the, I know I mean, it's a sorority. It just row. sucks for her. She's not going to make it to graduation. <laughs> yeah, because the doors start jingling again, and she's like, Oh, it's the cat. cat. Opens it, and, and it's the, the cat, cat. jumps up on her. And she's like, Oh, hi, kitty. You're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, cat. What the fuck happened to you? His fucking face is gone, dude. And there's this giant <laughs> maggot sticking out of his eye socket. It's a fucking zombie <laughs> cat, bro. Zombie I do got. I do got to admit, as much as you could tell it's an animatronic, it still looked pretty fucking cool. It was cool. awesome. I loved yeah. it. She screams, but then from there, we cut to Tom Atkins looking at, like, murder photos, dude. Yeah, Crime man. scene photos of, like, butchered body parts <laughs> and shit. And he's, like, drinking, and he's smoking, and he's looking at yearbooks and Basically shit. Basically being Tom Atkins. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, there's a call. There's a body, and he's like, oh, shit, and he's well, got to go. the call about the text body being yeah, found. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then back at, uh, at Chris and AC's dorm. Yeah, they're AC, studying. JC's <laughs> dorm. <laughs> they're studying, dude, and your boy is being so fucking, fucking obnoxious, annoying. Dude. Like, why does he have to? Why? Like, what's the thinking behind that mentality to play the character this way? Because that's what the director said. I don't know. I need to see the <laughs> script because it feels like it was like an actor's choice. Like the dude chomping on the gum in Chopping Mall. Like it oh, feels yeah, like dude. these are things that the actors took liberty with. And I feel like that this is what this is for this guy. Well, hey, man, if you're if you're really trying to become another person, yeah, you know, you're either all in or or you look like shit. Jesus. Cindy shows up, right? And she's just like, I want to talk to you guys. Let's go. Grace is like tripping over his words. And he's like, sure, let's go for a walk. And so they start to walk and she's just like, so seriously, there's such things as zombie cats? And like this guy that <laughs> came to my room. I saw them bury it. Yeah, the guy that came to my room was a fucking zombie too. Um, and they're all acting like they understand. And she's like, you think I'm crazy? And your boy Chris is like, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. He puts his it's arm okay. around her. Bro, but then there's this cringe thing where like he looks at his friend. He's like, yes, I'm getting some tonight, given that look <laughs> thing. And you're just like, oh, this is not cool, right? And JC's like, you know what? I got to go to the bathroom. I'll see you guys later. And he takes off. Even 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 JC says to himself, he goes, yeah, she's lost her marbles, but have yeah. at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She tells him about the slugs and everything. And he's just like, maybe I should just take you home, you weirdo. Uh, JC did go to the bathroom, right? He's in yes, the bathroom yes, and he's, he's literally writing, deuce. writing on the stall. <laughs> yes. Dude. Well, if you look, there's all kinds of graffiti. Oh, yeah. A zombie janitor is following JC yes. into the bathroom. So while he's in there, he hears all these weird slugging, the slug sounds, like the slugs mm-hmm. moving around. He's like, what the fuck's going on out there? Mm-hmm. And so he opens his the stall a little bit and looks out, and there's Janitor's a fucking janitor. face down, and his head's just fucking completely blown open. The thing I like about this film is we don't see all those things every time, too. No. It's just you're like, oh, shocked to see that that yes. happened. You know yes, what I mean? absolutely. And he sees all these slugs going and around. And it looked fantastic. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, like I said, the cat, you could tell, was an animal. 
animatronic and like whatever, but these when like these heads were exploding open and shit, it looked like it looked great, realistic. I thought it looked really great. good. Um, he sees the slugs. He's like, "Oh shit!" So right? What the fuck is that? He pulls. Uh, he he wants. To, he pulls his matches out. He wants to light some matches and Hang drops the, the matchbook. Did he actually pull the matchbook out and drop it? I felt like he did, didn't he? Because I don't remember that. I remember him looking down and there's a matchbook with one match in oh, it. On I the felt floor. like he dropped it. Maybe he did, but I don't remember that. <laughs> he goes to reach and grab it, and one of the slugs like slides by him. He's like, "What the fuck!" Like it burned his fingers like it or hit some him. shit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "All right, I'm gonna try to make a break for it." Right? No, no, no. First, he, well, he burns, burns one, it, of them. burns yeah. one of the slugs, lights one of it, and sees that the it, it hits the slug, and the slug burns away and dies. And it looks like it looks like when you put like as much as I don't want to say this. Salt on a slug, because <laughs> yeah. we were all kids once. Um, that's basically what it looks like. It's like dissolving and bubbling. and Yeah. He tries to escape, dude. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to make a break for it, and it doesn't work. He falls, and he's crawling, and all these slugs are sliding around, and one comes straight at him, and then we cut away. Um, back to Chris dropping yep. Cindy off at the house. Mm-hmm. She's just, And then all of a sudden, she's just like, hey, by the way, I know I told you about all this crazy shit, but you want to go to the dance tomorrow? <laughs> And he's just like, wait. It's like night and day, man. He's like, what about Brad? She's like, Brad who? He's like, don't you have a boyfriend? She's like, fuck that guy, dude. And and she's doing, uh, I, I don't like it because she's like, I feel like, because I've been this dude. Don't fucking play with his goddamn heart, man. Well, she goes inside and Chris is like over the moon. He's oh, super man. excited. Again, smitten beyond belief. Boom, runs into Stalker Atkins because mm-hmm. he's like stalking them. He's been around. And the reason he's I say this is because them. he literally says everything he heard, everything that they're doing. Like, well, we also see somebody's following them. Yeah, we yeah, see yeah. their feet, yeah. But like close enough to be like, this is what you guys talked about, zombie cats. And this is the first thing bodies. he says to this kid. He doesn't yeah. say anything else. He just lists off their, their, their topics of conversation. And this kid's like... Uh, uh, what the fuck, dude? You're fucked up, bro. He's like, yeah, come with me. Yeah. So he takes Chris to his place. Yes. So that he can have a drink and a heart-to-heart with him. Not even have a heart-to-heart. <laughs> confession. Well, begins as a confession. Turns First into a heart-to-heart. It was back and forth. First oh, it was true, a heart-to-heart, heart, no, right? right? You're right. Did you ever have a girl that you loved? And, and You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Chris is like, yeah, I had a girlfriend yeah, that broke he, my heart. He's like, it, well, let me tell you about how that I had a broken heart. It was heart. It was heart to heart, but Tom Atkins knew where he was going with yeah. it. So I don't feel like it was really. <laughs> but we he find, knew he was going to confess. This is where we find out Tom Atkins was the young cop that stopped uh, Pam and her boyfriend at at Lookout Point and said, "You need to go." And I, oh, I I knew he was the cop before this. Oh, we all did, right? <laughs> we all did. But he's explaining it now for anybody that fell asleep during that part of the movie and couldn't or figure may have it been out. Necking during this part of the yeah. movie. Yeah, uh, he goes. You know, this is what happened. He goes, but here's the thing. We found the bodies, and and uh, that guy had taken off. The killer had taken off, but yep. I tracked him down. He's like, I tracked him down with my Outside shotgun. Outside of my police job. Yeah, I tracked him down, and I found him, and I shot the shit out and of him. And just, again, some of the lines he uses. The kid, Chris <laughs> asks him, by yourself? He goes, oh, no, no. I had my shotgun. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Chris is man. like... Jesus Christ! Is there uh, was there a reason you brought me here, bro? Aside <laughs> from like confessing and me he's and like, wanting to kill he me, he feels so awkward. He's like, oh, I gotta get he's the scared, fuck out of he's here, dude. He's like, fuck. this dude's about. He's like, this, this guy's is gonna unhinged. be a murder suicide right yes, now, dude. This guy is unhinged, bro. He's drinking. He's fucking. Dad blasted. has to be. So, oh man, I can't. He's about to shit his pants. All of a sudden, we cut to this old lady at this house, right? Yes, and uh, she's sitting there watching TV, falling asleep. Well, it's the house mother. Yeah, yes, the house in her mother. cottage. 
Uh, she's falling asleep. All of a sudden, you hear this knock sound. She's like, what the fuck is that shit? And it gets louder and louder. You realize it's coming from underneath her floor. And at this point, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, how is this thing coming back to life, dude? I'm like, this the is slugs, just bro. off the, the wall. Slugs. Yeah, but we don't know that yet. Oh, yeah, There's no yeah, indication. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck is this dead guy? This dead yeah. guy wasn't anywhere near the slugs. Yeah. How's he coming back to life? So where's he coming from? From under her house? Yes, because that's where Tom Atkins buried okay. him back in the day. And then Can he I ask built you something? the house on top of Why him. Why would he bury the dude with the axe? Because this dude I don't has know. the axe I was wondering the same thing. I'm like, where the fuck did this corpse get this axe from? Well, <laughs> well, yeah, because who says the guy still had the axe at this point? It's amazing. He busts through, dude, and now it's a zombie <sighs> axe killer. And I love how this woman has zero zero reaction at all to this entire well, she's thing like happening petrified, dude until and even all the way up to the the, the axe going into her she's just like staring at him the whole time yeah yeah he, he the but uh, she has a dog too oh poor dog poor doggo zombie axe man is in the building atkins gets a call now right mm-hmm. grabs a shotgun from under a sitting chair was it a sitting chair it looked like it was like a it little sitting like a, chair. It looked like a a really cheap metal bed frame. Oh, was it a bed frame? That's I thought it, it was a like chair. To me. To me. Maybe it was, dude. But, but it, it's like again, it was stuck under there. But the bed regardless. was so high off the ground. It's not like it was hiding anything, dude. <laughs> Just right this out is where the open. shotgun is. Right, he doesn't have it in his closet, propped up against the wall, hung up on a on a rack Sitting somewhere next to him on the table under the bed chair because. It would be sitting. Let's let's face it. In reality, it would probably be sitting next to him on the table next to him because he feels that this axe wielding crazy psycho dude is back. Yeah. So he's not going to leave his gun just sitting around where he can't get it. They all rush there, dude. Yep. Everyone's there. No, all the cops are there. They're trying to find this guy. Right. They're searching the premises, searching the woods, searching the gardens. They're searching everywhere, and all of a sudden, Atkins gets his call on the thing. We got him. Yeah, and these two cops that spot him, dude. <laughs> we got him. Atkins is like. You hold them there for me, you sons of bitches. And he takes off. And he he doesn't get in his car and take off. He takes off on foot, dude. Yeah. (laughs) They got this guy down an alley, and he's like at the end of an alley in the headlights, and he turns around, and these cops are all there. They pull their guns out. Everybody's pulling up in their cop cars, getting out. Tom Atkins is coming over a fence. And he's like, you fucker. I killed you. you. I already killed you. And they start shooting, dude, and boom, boom, there's holes going through this thing, and he's literally looking at him, grinning. And it was really <laughs> weird because it seemed like as the holes were opening up in this thing, it looked like it Lights was Lights were this, shining through. Yeah, dude. So I thought, oh, how does this have any... How, this is what brought this thing back from the dead, okay? Nope, not What does it have to do with next, anything? Not till this next moment, dude. He <laughs> then, looks at Tom yep. Atkins and smiles, and Tom Atkins is like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and then it just blows his fucking head off. And then all these slugs come out. Yes. So now we see the slugs can reanimate the dead. Yes. Next, tits and pecs. Yes. <laughs> like immediately, it's like the women all in, in a shower, right? All getting Everybody's naked. Everybody's getting ready for the yeah, dance. Everyone's getting ready for the dance. Um, Chris realizes that he's not seen JC in like 17 hours or whatever it is. He's yeah, like yeah, looking yeah. over. Like he doesn't question this at all until he looks over and he's like, huh. Happens to look over. Yeah. Dude. Because let's think about this. He got picked up at, after dropping what's her name off, right? The night before. All of that happened. We cut through the next day all the way into the night is where we are now. It's mm. not the same night when we yeah, cut yeah, away yeah, from yeah. the exploding corpse. Yep. Well, we know that we know that JC didn't come back that night because Chris would have seen him and heard him come in that night. But we so had to have been but, the next day at some point. But at some point, where we just see him getting ready, mm-hmm. and he sees this tape recorder and a note 
from JC saying, play this. And he listens to it, and it's JC not sounding normal. And you know what this really gave me vibes of, bro? Hmm. The thing. Kurt Russell recording, ah, true, true, feeling true. defeated, talking very monotone about what's going on. Yes. And he's talking about how he's not feeling right. It's inside him. These things are moving. He doesn't think he's alive. He doesn't have a pulse. He doesn't have a pulse, doesn't have a heartbeat. And I'm like, um, sorry, dude, but that's the same fucking thing. Then he goes, and I walked. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit. He goes, I know these things hate fire. He's like, just so you know, fire kills them. He goes, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to go down to the furnace. He goes, if I don't see you, he goes, just know that this is what you need to do. Mm -hmm. He goes, and I love you, buddy. And I love you. Good luck with Cindy. Yep. And then all of a sudden you hear this weird fucking shit that he's, you know. And then Chris is like, no. And he starts running out, and he runs down to the boiler room, and he's looking around. And this is a really kind of slower sequence. He's kind of making his way mm-hmm. through the mm-hmm. darkness. Being and you never know. You never know what's going to jump out, right? Yep. yep. But then it's, it's like walking down that dark hallway in a haunted house where it's completely black, and yeah. then somebody jumps out and scares the except no jump. Out of you. No jump, dude. Nope. He finds JC laying, laying there, there face down, and uh, not looking. There's a bunch good. of well, there's a bu- well, he's dead. A bunch yeah. of slugs are dissolving around him. Yep. Then we cut to all these bro- Are we sure this is Night of the Creeps or is this Slugs? <laughs> right, right. All of a sudden we cut to these bros getting on a party bus, yeah, bro. Yeah, the frat. Bro. The bro bus is what I call it. No, this is the Texas Chainsaw bus, dude. <laughs> Bradster's at the Kappa house, dude. He wants to go talk to his Cindy and be like, take me back, right? He's there, but he notices these slugs like shooting around. He's like, what the fuck, bro? And what is that? Then he sees a dog coming up. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, what a cute little dog. doggy. Did you see that too? Then all of a sudden he sees it's a fucking zombie dog. He's like, rah! <laughs> this slug shoots out of his mouth and into the fucking Brad. Yep. Then we're back at Atkins' house. Dude, he's fucked up, dude. He's drinking. He's, he's all yeah. fucked up, dude. He's like, not good. Chris gets there, dude, and he's just like, look, this look, is, this what's, is going what's going on. on. He lays it out for him. Yeah, he's like, we need to go. Uh, JC's dead, and Atkins gets his stuff, right? He starts getting dressed, gets his stuff. And before, as he's leaving the house... We, he walks into the kitchen to get something, and as he's walking out, you realize, holy shit, his oven was open with the gas just running the oh, entire time. Oh, yeah, he was trying time. to kill himself. Yes. Yep. I was like, damn, dude, this guy's fucking done with life, man. Bro bus, right? All of a sudden, this this dog comes out in the middle of the road, and the bus driver's like, oh, shit, and he swerves. Yo, and did, when, you, did you see yeah, that it was a fucking yes. dummy, dude? What was that, dude? That face looked like <laughs> claymation for two seconds. It looked like fucking, uh, I don't know, dude. It looked like Humpty Dumpty with his eyes wide or something, man. <laughs> they roll off and smash, and they, they roll over, and everything's all fucked up, right? Yeah, they're all dead. There's nobody surviving that, man. Atkin, back to Atkins and Chris, dude, and they're at like the police station where they keep all like the guns and all the, yeah, the yeah, special yeah. weapons and shit mm-hmm. and he's telling dude what's his name it's the janitor who other, from fucking the, uh, who chopping other mall. than our good friend dick miller dick miller from <laughs> chopping i saw mall. it i was like oh look who it is yeah he's like yo dude he's like do we got a flamethrower back there <laughs> dick miller's like matter of fact we do let it's me go get that right here how funny <laughs> he's like here you go buddy oh also i need I to need see the requis- your- rec form <laughs> he's like yeah uh i yeah you're just gonna let me go right he's <laughs> i like, don't have one he's like no no no. You, I, you can't let you have this and then he pulls a shotgun on him he's like i think you this is my rec form okay bro <laughs> and he's like all right sure sure no problem Cut back to the bus, right? We see mm-hmm. little zombie dog. Hobbling over and climbs into the bus. Yeah, it goes right in, right? And so you're like, ooh, you know what's going to happen. Yep. 
Do we cut back to Atkins? No. We cut no. back to Kappa House. Yes. Bradster. Dead Brad. Now he's a zombie, <laughs> dude. And the bro bus are zombies. Like they, you could see these guys getting out of there and just out of the oh, bus, shit. Dude. Now it's all yeah. zombies, right? Mm-hmm. Kappa House door opens, right? The girl's like, Sandy, Brad's here for you. And nobody <laughs> notices Questions he's anything, fucked up, dude. dude. She, Cindy literally takes him. They're walking all the way well, back to the house. she doesn't even look at him. There's so many times when, like, if people <laughs> would have just been observant and looked at who they were talking to or interacting with, they could have completely avoided their downfall. <laughs> you know? They're sitting in the back, dude. They're talking. She's like, yeah, I'm just sorry. Things haven't worked out for us. I meant to call you. And he goes to open his mouth to talk, and all these fucking slugs just pour it's out. falling out. Oh, and she's talking, God. dude. And she's just like, oh, no, no. Oh, my God. And then you hear Chris go, Cindy, get away. And you see that Atkins and him showed up, and he's got the fucking flamethrower, and he's like, fucking flamethrowing shit, dude. Uh, then he, and, Cindy then, and takes then Tom the, Atkins goes inside. Yeah, he gives Cindy the flamethrower. Mm-hmm. He's like, here, you use this. And so she and Chris are fighting off all these zombies that are coming, Yeah, because the bros are finally getting there. And they're, like, cornering them into this, like, little garden shack. Mm-hmm. And they're they're fighting them off and flamethrowing them off. And they're like, oh, I think we did it. And all of a sudden, a zombie pops out from behind Cindy and pulls her back. And uh, Chris jumps into action to save him, uh, save her by using a lawnmower. lawnmower. Where have we seen that before? Uh, lawnmower fucking to the face and <laughs> saves her, right? But let's not let's not forget... One of the greatest Tom Atkins one-liners in this movie oh God. comes uh, after he goes in there. No, besides I know, that, I know. <laughs> as the frat bros are showing up, he goes, well, girls, your dates are here, and I got some good news and bad news. And you're like, well, what's the good news? Well, your dates are here, but they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, dude. You got to love it. So Chris and Cindy enter the house, and now we see Chris has taken the flamethrower. He's like, fuck you. You don't know how to use this. I'm taking over. Well, if you pay attention, to the flame is out. And if yeah, you paid attention yeah. to what Dick Miller was saying, he said, once you light it, don't turn it out because it's right. a bitch to get going again. Yeah, yeah. So they Atkins is in the basement, right? They're looking for him. They go down to the basement. And down there where all the brains were, all the slugs are gathering. They're all down there just gathering into this giant mounding wall of slug. Yes, in the corner, dude. And they're like, what the fuck? And Chris is like, what are you doing? And and he Atkins is down there. He's got his mouth taped shut so the slugs can't get in his mouth. And he's yelling at him A through the big tape. ass can of, of gasoline. And you're like, oh, shit, you know what he's doing with this shit. Mm-hmm. Chris is like, no, no, you can't do it. Let me take care of it. He's like, you can't. Your flamethrower's out. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> okay, well. Good Tom, luck, dude. Well, not even. Tom Atkins just starts counting yeah. down from 20, and he's like, oh, I guess I know what's yeah. happening. So he's like, all right, well, uh, we'll see you outside, okay? And so he grabs Cindy, and they run outside, and everyone's out there, right? Like fire department, police department, everyone from campus Sorority is there. Row, like, yeah. Everyone is standing there. It's like the this, end of the burbs, dude. As this, pla- <laughs> this place goes up in flames, dude. Yes. All in flames. And Except we don't get Tom Hanks or Tom Atkins walking out of the burning building. We get Chris and Cindy... Start making out. Yeah, That's dude. what they're doing while this guy is burning alive inside that building, <laughs> as far as they know, okay? Well, well, well. in Chris's defense, he kind of probably doesn't care because he knew this guy was going to kill himself anyway. This guy's a fucking psycho anyway. Yeah. He's like, he this, says, guy, this guy was better off confi- this way. <laughs> he just confessed a murder to me. He's probably going to come after me next just to keep me quiet. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, the whole place goes up in flames, right? Everything is dead. And you're like, okay, it's the end of the movie. No, it's not. No, of course it's not. You have a burning Tom Atkins walking down the street. 
all walking down the street, all fucked up. And then he kind of slows down, falls forward, smashes his face, and then slugs just burst out and slither off. Yep. That's your movie. Well, hang on, dude. That's not the end. Wait. The slugs slither off into the cemetery. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. You're right. That's where they go to. Okay, so we're setting it up for a potential sequel. Very much like Return of the Living Dead. They do slither into the cemetery, dude. And then, because this entire movie, I'm thinking, when I first started this movie and I saw the design for these aliens... I'm like, are they going to come back in the movie at all? <laughs> because, again, you could have completely yeah. done away with it, and it wouldn't have affected anything with the story. Mm-hmm. But then their ship shows up, yeah, and a giant spotlight, and they're scanning the, the cemetery looking for these slugs, yep. or, or their canister. Yeah, and they just keep going slowly yep. off into the night sky, and that's the that's end of the, the film. End. Yeah, dude, that's, it is a fun ride. This movie yes. is a lot of fun. It's a, mm-hmm. a good time. Yeah, I, I loved it. I oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I love it. it. I, it's obviously crazy. It's obviously off again, the wall. Again, because I know what I'm getting into. Yeah. Tom like, Atkins chews up this character, and this, every scene he's in, he just chews it up. You know, he's this is, this literally, is the one he considers his favorite movie out of all his films. You could tell he's enjoying giving <laughs> yes. these one-liners and playing this character this way because it's so, it's so over bonkers, the top, dude. dude. Um, yeah. No, Loved this it. was... Um, this was a good one. <laughs> Glad I've good seen time. this movie. Um, this is definitely something I'll be putting on because over again, and over. Because, again, when I first saw this movie and I'm seeing these aliens, like I at that point I didn't know. Because, again, when you told me, have you watched it? Have you watched it? I'm like, no. Because I'm like, I cannot I didn't wait really to hear what remember, you think. I didn't remember what this movie was about. Yeah. Um, but then I saw these aliens and I'm like, oh, God, dude, this is what I'm in for. Um, <laughs> and then, it's and not then I that. realized this is the Tom Atkins film. I'm like, oh great yeah <laughs> this is gonna be good <laughs> dude i loved it i absolutely context loved it. is everything it was such a fun time dude yeah it was yeah. such a good time such crazy characters mm-hmm. and again like we've pointed out whether whether this actually did or did not but the influence on films after this potentially oh yeah and not just films that it may have inspired but like the nods to horror as a whole In throughout general, this film. It's right? interesting, dude. It's interesting because we're playing a game on our other show tomorrow night when we record yeah, 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 called yeah. Past, Present, and Future, right? Yeah. Christmases. And this is, movie is like the past, present, and future yeah. of horror movies. It's awesome. It's crazy. I loved it's, it, dude. It's, it's, and when you think of it in that sort of sense, it's it kind of puts it up on a pedestal aside from like all the other movies around it. I think you're right. It, it, within all these mo- other movies we've like seen, like you wouldn't, you would never normally think of this movie in that light. But then when you sit down, you actually think about it and boil it and examine it from that sort of lens. You can see it. Yeah, it's fun, you dude. know. But yeah, you got some slug bits. No, I actually don't. Uh, oh well, 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 there was a lot of things that they added uh, that they uh, they went back and did pickup shots for, uh, like the whole scene in the shed at the end. Yeah, it was supposedly a one that they filmed after the fact because gotcha. uh, in test screenings, people wanted more action. So things like that. A bit so more yeah, yeah. Um, people were starting to get falling asleep at the end there. Yeah. Well, well I don't know. Um, the whole, all the nods to directors. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Let's mention horror. that too. We had yeah. we've already mentioned a couple of them. A lot of the so basically the, the the writer made sure that a lot of the characters' names were references to horror. People, Again, paying people homage, horror. Paying, yes. not paying homage to the fifties, but paying homage to the present. Right. So we have uh, obviously Cindy Cronenberg. She's our main character. Corman University. After Roger Corman, uh, obviously Cindy Cronenberg. After um, David Cronenberg, we have Sergeant Raimi, who's the uh, the black cop. Yep. Obviously Sam Raimi. Uh, we have our main character Chris. His full name is Christopher Romero. Nice. Um, AC. His full name JC. is 
JC. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and you see Slater on the mind. Okay. <laughs> JC, his full name is James Carpenter Hooper. Nice. Oh, nice, dude. Um, we have a, a Detective Landis. Nice, yep. Um, there's a one of the frat guys' uh, last names is Cunningham. Nice. And it's basically it. That's all the ones I caught. But yeah, again, just just paying again not homage to where the inspiration came from, but uh, of its peers. Because in this type of movie, you can do that. Like if you tried to do that, like if you and I sat down and tried to write a serious horror movie, um, yeah. and we started naming all our characters like this, it it wouldn't fit. People wouldn't take it seriously yes, anymore. Exactly. They'd be like, okay, this is a joke. And they're like, ugh, really, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, it works perfectly. I love it works perfectly it. with all the other nonsense in this movie. I loved it. I thought it was a great. Oh, there's an Officer Craven as well. Oh, is there? An Officer Bava. Nice. Good stuff, nice. dude. Nice. Oh, man. Um, What do we got next? Oh, we got a good one next. I've been waiting We're for going this one, man. From bonkers to bonkers, huh? Yes, basically. Um, We, Chris, are taking a... We're going to take a road trip. Um, I know, I know it's currently wintertime, but we're going to take a trip to Texas in the summer. Texas in the summertime. Um, and we're going to visit one of your favorite places, someplace I think you'd really enjoy working, a radio station. Let's do it. Yep. Let's uh, do it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Oh, shit. Yes. Yep. Mr. That'll Bill Mosley, my friend. <sighs> Can't yeah, wait. Something else. It's going to be a good times. Caroline Williams. Oh, man, it's going to be a good time. I Anthony, can't wait. Anthony Mullen at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, and for that reference, go listen to Chris's, uh, Chris and I's other uh, new podcast that we're doing with our good friend Anthony Mullen called yes. Hardly Awesome Podcast. Yes. Uh, if you see another Hardly Awesome Podcast that's an old one, there might be two. Just mm-hmm. uh, follow the one that has the three of us on the on the artwork. Yes, yes. The old mm-hmm. one, if uh, we're not copying anybody. No, yeah. Chris and Anthony um, Used to had have the show before. One. Yeah. So, But this one's much it. better. This yes. one's much, much better. Because this one is Hardly Awesome. Yes, it is. But this is Out of the Shadows. And we were your hosts, Jim and Chris. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you supporting. Make sure yes. to head over to social medias and give us a follow in um, the comments. If you celebrate, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy, happy holidays. Any holiday you celebrate, happy holidays, guys. Celebrate it with Christmas. Or with Christmas. Celebrate it with horror. Obviously. And uh, we'll see you next week. Until then, remember, keep your eye on the shadows. <laughs> <laughs>